Hey, hey, hey. Hello. This is Cassie. Over there is Danny. <laughs> Are you going to say something? Hey, this is Danny. <laughs> this is uh, That Broad's Got Moxie. We are doing a few little quarantine tales for you because we're all still stuck at home and uh, doing this stay home, stay safe thing, social distancing, staying the fuck home and not going and spreading your germs everywhere. You know, the huge. So yeah, I'm going to do... I'm going to do my story today. Danny's here. She's recording. Last week I did this by myself in a room talking to myself like a crazy person. But today Danny's here to <laughs> provide commentary. So it's a little less awkward. All right. So I decided that over the next couple weeks, because we're doing these just, you know, short little stories, I this started out with me taking a deep deep dive down the rabbit hole of like just random shit that I was like, I can't, I can't believe any of this. So I've titled this series that I'm going to do over the next few weeks. It is called women who did shit. I would never do. So the first person I'm going to talk about is Sophie Blanchard. Danny, do you know who Sophie Blanchard is? You probably do, because I think you told me to do her a long time ago. I think I do. Okay. Well, for the rest of you who probably don't know who Sophie Blanchard is, uh, here goes. All right. Sophie Blanchard was known for being a bit of a nervous Nelly, like Danny, and like I have become in the last six weeks, because I'm terrified to leave the house. <laughs> because uh, despite... Everything that's going on in the world, Danny and Kiana are both essential workers. I am not, at least not yet. So yeah, I've been in the house with the cats for a month and a half. Anyway, here we go. Nervous Nelly. Except when she was in the air. She is believed to be the first female professional balloonist. That's right. A professional balloonist. She was born Marie-Madeleine Sophie Armand in France in 1778, not long before the Montgolfier. Oh, that was good. Oh, do you hear that? Brothers began experimenting with balloons made from sackcloth and taffeta and lifted by heated air from fires in a box below. We're talking about hot air balloons, everyone. Ding, ding. So, to test out the newfangled contraption, a sheep, a duck, and a rooster <laughs> volunteered as tribute and were the first living things to ever fly in a hot air balloon. Oddly enough, Louis XVI thought he, they should send a couple of criminals up in the air, and they were like, hmm, maybe not. <laughs> like, let's use animals first. I know they're criminals, but, like, dial back the moxie a little, shall we? And so this first test flight with the sheep, a duck, and a rooster, that sounds like a bad joke, right? right? Like a sheep, a duck, and a rooster walk into a bar. But they didn't walk into a bar. They walked into a hot air balloon. And this whole, this demonstration was done in front of the palace at Versailles. And Marie Antoinette was apparently tickled by it. <laughs> because, of course, she did. Bitch loved extravagant things. 
So, balloon-o-mania was in full swing, though not everyone loved it. Apparently, terrified peasants in the English countryside tore descending balloon to pieces because they didn't know what it was. <laughs> so they just ripped it apart like wild animals. Just picture a bunch of angry villagers running out there with, with their torches and, and pitchforks. And pitchforks. Just yeah. Like, what is it? Destroy it. Kill it. Kill it. Kill Mm -hmm. the fire. Exactly. So, um, Sophie married Jean-Pierre Blanchard, a middle-aged douchebag who abandoned his wife and four children to pursue his passion for ballooning. Yep. That's right. (laughs) This motherfucker was like, I just, I gotta fly in a hot air balloon. (laughs) So he peaced out and then he married Sophie. Sophie should have had better taste in men. That's all I'm saying. So they got married. The couple began touring Europe, where they charged admission to see Jean-Pierre do his balloon shows. Fun fact, (laughs) when they were doing these shows to make it more exciting, because once you see a hot air balloon once or twice, it's like, oh, look, another hot air balloon. So to really, like, bump up the excitement of his shows, he would (laughs) set off fireworks from the air balloon, which seems like a bad idea, but also dogs equipped with parachutes were tossed from the baskets. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like little paratrooper doggies. (laughs) Fly, my pretties! (laughs) Yeah. So... After a near-fatal accident and impending career ruin, Jean-Pierre persuaded Sophie to ride with him, believing that a flying woman might be a novel enough idea to bring back the paying crowds. Was he going to throw her over like a dog, too? (laughs) I mean, if it got boring enough, maybe. Though she was tiny but fearless, again, like I said, nervous Nelly on the ground, when she got in the air... She was just over the moon. It was very exciting. So Sophie made her first solo ascent in 1805, becoming the first woman to pilot her own balloon. Yeah. Which is fucking really cool, but also, like, I like heights that much, so I don't know that I would be totally cool with just flying off in an air balloon. (laughs) I might go up if it was, like, tethered to the ground with a really long rope. That's a big maybe, though. That's the maybeest of all maybes. That's the maybeest of all maybes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm a pretty nervous Nelly, as you mentioned at the beginning, and I'm pretty sure that fear increases whenever I'm the further off the ground I become. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, you, you take me that fucking high, and I'm going to be the most afraid. Yeah. Absolutely. So the Blanchards made a go of it until 1809. So about five years, they did these balloon shows. One day, they're up in a balloon. Jean-Pierre standing next to Sophie. He had a heart attack and fell out of the balloon and died. Obviously, you can't fall from a hot air balloon and be like, I'm okay. Man, I thought you were going to say, and then she became the first stunt air balloon (laughs) balloonist and whooshed that balloon down no, to unfortunately. catch him in the little basket. No. No. Yeah. I so for a better story. 
<laughs> so now she's burdened by her husband's debts. Um, so she continued to fly and incorporated those crazy fireworks into her shows as well so that she could make money to pay off the creditors. She became a favorite of Napoleon Bonaparte, and he appointed her chief air minister of ballooning, which is a fucking thing, apparently. And she worked on plans for an aerial invasion of England by French troops by balloon. (laughs) (laughs) And then when the French monarchy was restored, when they took down Napoleon... King Louis XVIII named her, quote, official aeronaut of the Restoration. So, Napoleon and King Louis were both like, this woman's the shit. So, she made long-distant trips in Italy. She crossed the Alps and honestly just did the craziest shit that I can think of in a hot air balloon. She preferred to fly at night and she would stay out until dawn sometimes sleeping in her balloon which again unless you're fucking dropping anchor i can't imagine that's a very safe thing to do no people who are awake watch their fucking balloons go up in fire and die in a ball of flame (laughs) well spoiler alert (laughs) we're gonna get there okay so she once passed out and nearly froze to death because she was flying above turin She had to go higher to avoid a hailstorm because fucking hailstones probably do a significant amount of damage to a hot air balloon. But she had to go above the hailstorm because the altitude she almost froze to death. And then she nearly drowned after dropping into a swamp in Naples. Despite warnings of extreme danger, she continued to set off pyrotechnics beneath her balloon. Not good. On the evening of July 6th, 1819, a crowd gathered for a festival at the Tivoli Gardens in Paris. Sophie Blanchard, 41 years old, wearing a fashionable white dress and a decorated hat with an ostrich plume. I thought that was an important detail to keep in there. Mm -hmm rose from the lawn to a flourish of music and a flare of fireworks. As she mounted her balloon, she said something in French. I'm not going to say it in French, but I'll translate. It said, let's go. This will be for the last time. Little did she know that was the most accurate thing she'd probably ever said. The wind began to carry her away from the gardens. From above... She lit fireworks and dropped them by parachute. Suddenly, there was a flash and popping from the sky. Flames shot up from the top of the balloon. Sophie attempted to land the balloon and nearly made it safely to the ground. The basket hit the roof of a house. (laughs) Don't laugh at that! Sophie fell out, tumbled across the roof and onto the street below. I know, it's fucking bananas. Yeah, it is. As all of Europe mourned Sophie's death, she was buried in Paris beneath a tombstone. This this tombstone represented her balloon in flames. Oh my god. That's what everybody wants to be recognized as. And the epitaph 
again, is in French, so I'm not going to read it in French. But it says, victim of her art and intrepidity. Nope, that's not (laughs) intrepidity. That's a hard word. (laughs) Intrepid titties. Her art and intrepid titties. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. This is serious. So, anyway. Sophie led a pretty outrageous latter half of her life. And I just, I think that was, she died doing what she loved. Being on fire. (laughs) Terrible. She's terrible. Anyway, I just thought Sophie Blanchard's story was fucking wild and I was like oh that's a big nope for me uh so that's all I got I got I got all that information from a Smithsonian mag article and Wikipedia and also a random I don't even remember what it was called but it was like 56 random facts about women which is what initially took me down the rabbit hole of randomness so that is the story of Sophie Blanchard. God bless her. She's a woman who did shit I would never do. <laughs> Ditto. So, yeah, that's all we got from from me this week. Danny's going to help me do the announcements. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> if you like us, please follow us on our social medias. We are at That Broad's Got Moxie on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter, we are at Broads Got Moxie. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Mm-hmm. Give us those five stars. We need those and we like them. And if you have stories or suggestions, I have a suggestion like in the inbox that I've read from our lovely listener, Fern. They sent me a really good one. We're getting there. I just wanted, because we're not like together right now. I just wanted to do some, like, silly fun ones. But you have not been forgotten, Fern. Thank you. Uh, you can email us, like Fern did, at thatbroadscottmoxie at gmail.com. That's it. Do you want to, Do you have anything else? Nope. Okay. Wash your damn hands. Stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Music by Sage Krenning. Cover art by Vinny Navarrete. Produced and edited by Danielle Barsanti. Side effects of listening to this podcast may include excessive moxie, zero tolerance for the patriarchy, sass mouth, excessive sweating, tipsy tittering, desire to stick into the metaphorical man, fear of cats, empowering women, clammy hands and feet, the inability to do math, lack of patience for the bullshit, thirst for knowledge, questioning the system, cravings for bougie chicken, vodka, and justice, and in some cases can cause death on hills.